Welcome to New Money. I'm Brian Houston. Evening, our program is focusing on retirement and financial planning. Nearly all South Africans will find there is a gap in their financial requirements when they reach retirement. Statistics reflect that out of every 100 people, 94 do not retire financially independent. 47 will be dependent on their family and 31 will be forced to continue working. Most individuals also rely on the state pension. Joining this evening is Liseka Manaring. She's Managing Director of KLU Wealth and Legacy Management and Daryl Bennett, Wealth Advisor of Sassman. Good to have you both on the show. Liseka, Daryl, nice to have you back this evening. Um, let's, start, let's just start off with a predicament. And uh, this is my question to you, Daryl. What do you think the reason for this predicament is? Uh, inflation? Is it? People starting too long, wrong investment strategy, being too conservative, this whole thing. Because programs have been running, I mean, articles have been, I mean, courses have been run about people understanding how important it is when you first start working to prepare for retirement. You know, the short answer is they haven't started saving when they were young enough. But if you take it a step back, Brian, they're not educated at school. You know, people don't do financial literacy at school. They don't understand the power of compounding. They don't understand the time that you need for the power of compounding to work and to take effect. So uh, they leave it, unfortunately, too late. That's the first thing. The second thing is perhaps they're investing in the wrong asset class. Perhaps they're investing in cash instead of equities. And thirdly, they've got to look at the expenses. You know, you, in order to be able to retire comfortably, you need to monitor your budget and live um, in a reasonable way so that you can give yourself a chance to retire. Yeah, well, how times have changed. I know when my, my sister was growing up, I think my father wanted her to marry a doctor and accountant or lawyer. But today, every parent wants all their children to be doctors, accountants and lawyers. And with these changes, Lesecha, how important is it for both spouses to have retirement plans and both spouses to also have life insurance and all the necessary protections, what we call premature death and disability? Uh, Brian, the times have definitely changed indeed. So things are very different nowadays. Um, and so it's very important that even in each household, both um, both parents, both partners are contributing towards their retirement. And, you know, as you mentioned, even though we're earning, we're earning a, a lot more money, the challenge is, as, as, as Daryl mentioned, that the cost of living is so much more different. Children are going to private school education, health care, all the advancements in our society are definitely costing us more. Um, so therefore, and it's not going to, it's not going to slow down. So it's important that all of us are contributing as much as we can. I mean, I'll say to my clients, the chance of your children going to UNISA or to Atakis or Vert is actually not going to be a reality in the next 20 years. Children might be going to in off um, overseas universities. So things are going to get more and we need to be preparing for that as early as possible. You know, if we look very much at savers now, if you look at pe working South Africans, I mean, 99% of South Africans working have debt. And debt, you know, I, when I first started, I'm sure with all of us, we had a bond on our home, we had leasing on our, or HP on our car. And I mean, one and a half million rands worth of debt, four, five hundred thousand on a car today, or a million rand bond. I mean, it's not substantial. But with interest rates rising, I mean, we see how much they've risen in the last six months. I mean, people, are, um, working South Africans are going to be very stretched to actually achieve uh, their goals because they're going to be paying more on debt and we've it, and and there's been proof to that because working South Africans who can put bread on the table 
have requested and are waiting for this bill to be passed where they can actually borrow on their pe- against their pension funds. And these are working South Africans. What about non-working South Africans? So, Daryl, how are we going to change this predicament? Are we going to be able to do it? Well, we've got to believe we can, Brian, and it's an education and it's uh, working with a financial planner and understanding the client's needs and tr- going through it, c- trusting the process. But unfortunately, if you've left it late and you haven't saved enough, then perhaps you've got to push out your retirement age. You know, maybe just get a reality check. Perhaps 65 is, is, is too young. And then if, if, if that's if you can, Darryl. that's if you can. I mean, most to many companies today are forcing retirement when you get retirement. I mean, if I look at the universities, if I look at the hospitals, when you reach retirement age, it's goodbye. You know, and, and that, but Daryl, let me ask you this. Do you think phase has put a, a more of a concern on financial planners who are now sort of uh, uh, doing what their clients feel they should be doing rather than what should be done. I mean, you've heard me say before, a good general takes you where you want to be and a great general takes you where you ought to be. Now, you as a financial planner, are you taking clients where they ought to be or are you being actually influenced by their concerns, their fears, and you under phase, which means give appropriate advice, make sure the client understands it well. Do you think you're being inhibited? I'd like to believe I'm not. I'd li- I like the way that you use the word conservative. Are we being perhaps too conservative with the clients? And, you know, when you do a risk profile and you ask these questions that you either come out conservative, moderate, or aggressive, the only time the client's aggressive is if, he's, if they're losing money. But, yes, perhaps, perhaps people aren't uh, or advisors aren't drilling deeper enough to understand exactly um, what they need to understand and explain to them the trade-off with the risk and the return and the, and, and the time that you need. So, you know, going into the stock market, for example, you need to understand that you, you could get negative returns as well as positive returns in a short period of time. But if you invested for long enough, then the market has shown and proven that you will get real returns of over 6% above inflation. Well, you know, the only place you will lose money for sure over a long period of time is being in the bank because inflation is going to erode the purchasing power of your money. And if you don't get that long-term growth, if you don't get those better returns, I mean, I I, I quoted recently that from 2002 to 2008, if you'd been out of the market for the top 40 days, uh, compared to a 17.5% return, you got a 6% return. And 213 to 221, if you'd been out the market for the 40 best days. So you came out the market and you went back six months later and missed that first upsurge, you would have got a minus 3% compared to 11% return. So what? Are, so if, if someone hasn't saved enough for retirement, they say, how, how are you advising them to go forward? Because if you look at what contributions one needs in the 20s, to save for retirement compared to what you need in the 40s, people just can't afford it. So how, how are you approaching this? Because a lot of your clients, a lot of people you see just don't have enough savings. Correct. Um, Brian, so the important thing is you can't fix what you don't know. So the big starting point is to understand what is your financial, your retirement gap. And that's, you know, it's some, you need to sit with a professional who's going to help you actually quantify what is it that you're going to need at retirement? So if you are in your 30s and you're planning to work in for the next 30 years, what is your retirement um, calculation going to be? So what is you need to understand what is it that you're going to need? What are your retirement expenses? And there's a lot of things that will look differently. So 
things like children not going to school. So you need to actually quantify not, that. Not, not, not going to school, finish school. Finish school, <laughs> finish school. So your children are ideally out of school. You might want to downscale and move into a smaller apartment. But understand what are your, like, what are your realistic um, retirement expectations or needs or expenses. And then you understand where are you today. So how much have you saved? So with what you've made provision with over your working career, um, you might also take into account that you might have additional income that might be that might continue while you're in retirement so the second thing is understand where you are and then you start bridging the gap in terms of what is your shortfall and often it is quite a scary number but also the biggest thing is you can't wait for it a day later you need to start as as soon as you as soon as you are thinking about and as soon as you work actually you need to start thinking about what the future is going to be looking so like a big problem is people leaving job not not preserving what they've already saved over the number That's 5, right. 10, 15 years. Mm. And that money at retirement is enormous if you allow that to compound. Exactly. But so many people actually need the money and they have to use it now because they say, we can live today, we'll have to worry about retirement another day. But it's really, you know, if you think about it, I mean, your expenses, I mean, if you just take into inflation, if you take at a 7% inflation, 10 years down the line, you're going to need double. And another 10 years down the line, you're going to need double again. So yeah. someone who retires on 20,000 in 20 years' time is going to need 80,000 rand. Daryl, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling, but as Lasejo says, you need to sp put the numbers in the plan, look at the cash flows, and review it uh, periodically, at least once a year. You can't get the plan, put it in the bottom drawer, and then forget about it for 20 years because there's so much change happening all the time that needs to be monitored and reviewed. Mm, but and it's a crisis. It's definitely a crisis. I mean, we have such high unemployment, so people are not even working. Mm. As you know, many, w when we've, in the olden days, people would start working their first job in age 20. Now that's further delayed, so people are starting to save late because mm. they're not earning. People are changing jobs, as you mentioned. People are becoming entrepreneurs, so there's no forced savings. So we actually have a ticking retirement crisis, if, I, if you to ask me. Um, I think we've had that for years and with inflation, pensioners have felt it. But, but, but how, how are you dealing with the fact that now this bill may be passed and everyone is expecting it where people can actually borrow on their retirement funds? So, the, the, Brian, the reality is people do need it. You know, so that's another thing. If you do have high debts, um, you can't expect to use your retirement savings at age 60 to be settling debt. So I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an education, a lot of work. Daryl, you mentioned a lot of that. We need to do a lot of education and teaching people what is the implication. So if you are cashing in and you're paying the tax, um, what are the implications? So it means that there will be a shortfall at a later stage. And if you are using it to settle debt, how are you then going to save on what you were supposed to be paying for debt to refund. So it's definitely a lot of work still needs to be done in terms of financial literacy, education and teaching about investment. Again, people don't understand how investments work. There's a whole trust deficit with understanding financial services, financial advisors, financial products. So there's still a lot of work that still needs to be done in terms of raising awareness and just letting people know how, you know, how important all of these discussions are. Daryl, how, how important do you think the, the role of the employer plays in educating their staff? I mean, they get a membership statement. It gives them current values. It doesn't really, you know, people get a piece of paper. Most people don't really follow what's on there. But how important is the, the role of an employer? No, you it's think the employer important. should run courses at the office for their staff? 
you know, do you run retirement uh, pension? Well, if the employer, if the employer uh, offers a pension fund or group risk cover, then it should be the employee benefit consultant as part of their job should be doing um, workshops and should be explaining um, what the funds and what the benefits are all about, looking at the beneficiaries, d analyzing it, looking, educating the staff if there are major changes in their life, like a divorce or a death or an immigration. But the education, Brian, starts before they get to the workplace. And that's the problem all over the world, not just South Africa. There's no financial literacy at school. They teach you to add one and one, but they don't teach you what compound interest is, what an equity, what a share is, what a dividend is, what cash flows are. You don't learn that at school. And that needs to change. Well, I must tell you, Maureen de Toy writes the most beautiful children's books Brilliant. with names, children's names called Deflation, inflation and all these things the most beautiful books and you know she's busy launching them and I think people but I do think I do think also it is the role of the employer and to to an employee consultant to talk to the employer and say I need to run courses mm. twice a year three times a year maybe different groups just to enlighten people about if they were drawing from their fund and what they need to do that a pension fund in the employer is not sufficient you've got to do other things but uh, but i think that's very important well we're going to take a short break after we get after the break we'll get on, on to the emails stay tuned we'll be back shortly <laughs> 